Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Sportfire, the sports comedy podcast that's just some elves. Look, we don't have much time. Daniel Jones just snapped the ball, and nobody's blocking the Dallas line, so here they come. The, the entire O-line is sitting crisscross applesauce and sharing gushers. So while we are still upright, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and in Bill Simmons' Twitter drafts in case Kayshawn Boutte ever learns how to keep his feet in bounds. Coming up in a bit, JJ and Kalia Watt on behalf of Frito-Lay. Pretty great week one. So let's recap it quickly, then toss it to the Watt fam. Well, it looks like Aaron Rodgers' Jets career is even shorter than Jason Dominguez's debut season with the Yankees. Rodgers was carted off the field during his first drive of the game with what was later determined to be an Achilles tear. The culprit seemed to be the MetLife Stadium turf, specifically the fact that the Jets played on it. I'm gonna go ahead and blame a different green. The Aaron Rodgers injury is like Logan Roy going, excuse me for a moment, and immediately dying 15 seconds into the succession pilot. This season of Hard Knocks is already one of American history's darkest texts. Seven straight hours of doe-eyed hopefuls going, everything's different. We've got 12 now. Ghastly. Like when they find footage of a cult hours before they all drink from the bucket. And you're like, wow, why was Liam Schreiber there? Gotta feel awful for Jets fans, though. It wasn't supposed to end like this. It was supposed to end with Rodgers choking away a home playoff game. The Lions kicked off this season by spoiling the Chiefs' banner-raising ceremony with a 21-20 victory. A performance so terrible it ended Chris Jones' holdout weeks ahead of time. That's how badly Jones wanted to get back in the building and teach Kadarius Tony a lesson. I know I took a moral stand, but I will take a $3 million pay cut to beat this dude's ass. Joe Burrow and the Bengals were also dominated by the Browns in Cleveland 24-3. After the game, Jamar Chase said he was frustrated because he called the Browns elves, then, quote, lost to some elves. But on the bright side, there are no more elves on the Bengals' schedule. Just these guys, again. You only have to play them one more time, and then it's just birds, sheep, and gold diggers. Also, you identified the problem. That's a positive first step. Now you just have to game plan for the elves. Try to lure them out of their holes by dangling socks and bright garlands. Then, boom, you hit them with a puff of salt and they melt away. Or is that slugs? Hey, that's on you to figure out, Jamar. I'm just some guy. The Giants-Cowboys season opener had Giants fans Googling, what is rest of Giants schedule and how many NFL teams on it? 
New York trailed 26-0 at half as Dallas scored their first two touchdowns on a blocked field goal and a turnover on a hard hit by Trevon Diggs. But everything changed at halftime when Daniel Jones grabbed the microphone and delivered the rousing pump-up speech. Can I, uh, get a ride home? I want to leave the New York metropolitan area. I left my license at Mad Hatter in Hoboken. My foot hurts. After the game, though, one burning question still remains. Who's going to upset the Cowboys in the divisional round? The Philadelphia Eagles nearly blew a 16-0 lead to the New England Patriots with Tom Brady in the building, and honestly, with the game on the line, the Pats might have been better off with Brady catching passes. Instead, rookie Kayshawn Booty dragged one foot inbounds and not the other, which, just like paying normal students to take your test for you so you're eligible for the bowl game, would have been totally acceptable in college. Sean Payton lost his Broncos debut 17-16 to Jimmy G and the Raiders, and after the game, Nathaniel Hackett had some pretty scathing clapbacks. Unfortunately, he posted them on threads, and they were mostly Austin Powers gifts. Baker Mayfield game managed to perfection, beating the Vikings in Minnesota. After the game, Mayfield dedicated the win to his haters, who he admitted were mostly right, but probably exaggerated a little for effect. New Orleans snuck by Tennessee 16-15 as Derek Carr threw his last touchdown pass as a Saint. A group of robotic AI Charger fans attended Sunday's opener against the Dolphins. Man, if we keep working on AI, it could create something really scary. Like Chargers fans. Tua Tagovailoa announced his presence with a vengeance in that game, throwing for 466 yards to defeat LA. Tua credits Jiu-Jitsu for teaching him how to fall, and Brandon Staley for teaching him how to fail. And the Rams beat the Seahawks thanks to the heroics of receivers Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell. Sean McVay said he likes the roster as is, but if he needs more wideout depth, he'll just sign the rest of the characters from Rocket Power. And now, JJ and Kalia Watt. Thanks to Frito-Lay, both Watts are still doing plenty of work in the Houston community. And yes, this interview was recorded before either Chris Jones or Nick Bosa went back to work, but JJ's thoughts on their contrasting holdouts are still pretty interesting. Hope you enjoy. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, thank you so much. I'm here with JJ Watt and Kalia Watt to talk about your Frito Lay partnership. Uh, first of all, Kalia, go heels. Uh, Drake May for Heisman, obviously. But uh, <laughs> second of all, uh, I'd love to know more about your partnership with Frito Lay and what it means to both of you and how it's allowed you to continue your work in the Houston community. 
Yeah, thank you. We appreciate it. Um, we're very excited to partner with Frito-Lay. You know, there's a couple things that we're trying to tackle here. Food security is a big issue in this country. Food insecurity is a big issue <laughs> in this country. And um, kids need meals. They need food. And Frito-Lay is doing a great great job of helping provide these grab-and-go meals in schools across the country. And then also, Gen Youth is providing NFL flag in school kits so kids can play flag football in school so they can get out, get active, um, and get out in their communities. So we're really excited to partner with this, and we're putting on a little flag football event today, um, which will be great and probably get a little competitive mm -hmm. between her and I, um, but that's what makes it fun. <laughs> Yeah, and just to be back in Houston, we, we obviously love this city and it means so much to us. So to be able to to get out and meet these families and um, it, it's it's really special. JJ, I know you've joked about retiring from retirement when you announced yes. your Burnley investment. But now that training camp has passed, the season's finally here. Have uh, have your emotions changed? Have both of your emotions changed about walking away from football and, and how you both are handling this transition to a new role? You know, I'm actually, I'm still enjoying it. I think I probably enjoyed it the most during training camp. When I was talking to my brother, I was talking to some of my former teammates and they're in meetings for 12 hours a day in practices and they're, they're grinding it out. So I really enjoyed that calling them from the golf course. Um, but now that the season's starting, there's certainly those moments where you're, you know, you miss the butterflies of the night before the game, or you miss the coming out of the tunnel. Um, all that stuff is definitely something that I'll miss, but I'm not going to miss waking up on a Monday morning after a game feeling feeling the way your body feels. Um, so I, I feel very, very confident and very good. Um, and I'm really enjoying being able to watch the league from a broader perspective and being able to see and talk to these different guys from different teams and talk to coaches from different teams. Uh, whereas in the past, I was so singularly focused on you know my team and trying to help them as much as I could. Now I can really enjoy the game as a whole. And Kaylee, how are you preparing your new Sunday schedule? Like what's, what's the new routine? How does it change now that you don't have to worry about all this? Well, JJ helps me wake up with Koa a lot. So that's been really nice. We'll definitely be watching Steelers games, but yeah, it's, you know, at the beginning when Koa was first born, JJ was obviously still in season and gone a lot. You know, it, it's such a demanding schedule. So to see the difference in how, nice it is as a family to have him home um we've gotten to do so much stuff and um yeah we we are happy that, that he's with us you mentioned the Steelers are you guys planning to go groupie mode and and stalk you know your brothers <laughs> around the country or are you kind of going to stay put mostly this year well uh we'll definitely I want to go to Pittsburgh for a game for sure we're going to go to Pittsburgh for at least one game um we're also going to be at the game in Houston when the Steelers come to, to the Texans um and probably, I mean, I, I love watching him, but I also, I like watching on TV. Like, I love watching, sitting, being able to watch multiple games. Um, but that atmosphere in Pittsburgh is phenomenal. I mean, those fans are incredible. So really looking forward to getting out there to Heinz Field. And I still call it Heinz Field. And uh, <laughs> getting to a game there because it's, we haven't gotten to do that. I mean, the last time I was at Heinz Field was during COVID when I was playing against them. And it was empty. So I want to go see that atmosphere. I want to hear Renegade and I want to see the terrible towels in action. Uh, JJ, uh, as we approach the season, two of the star pass rushers who've sort of taken the torch from you, Chris Jones, Nick Bosa, they're still holding out uh, as week one approaches. What are your expectations for each of them this year? Are you still expecting mostly full seasons? Are they different situations to you? I think as you look at it right now, I would say they're different situations as we sit today 
because obviously the Chiefs play tomorrow night. So Chris Jones doesn't look like it's getting done before the season starts. So he's clearly going to miss at least one game. Um, whereas Bosa, I think, still has a chance to get done and still has a chance for him to play in his first game. So very different from those perspectives. And I do think that what happens on Thursday night could affect Chris Jones' situation. I mean, if the Lions have success in the running game and the Chiefs can't get pressure on the passer, that swings some leverage in the way of Chris. Um, in the Knicks situation, I mean, I think that he's the young, he's one of the best pass rushers in the game, and it's his time to get paid. That's just kind of the way this league works is when your contract comes up, if you're one of those premier pass rushers, you get the highest contract. And so I think he deserves that highest contract, and I would imagine they'll find a way to make it work. The only thing with the 49ers is they have so many guys that make a lot of money on that team. So it's, I don't envy the guy who has to try and figure out the cap structure there. Hey, Kalia, uh, I noticed also this past week, Julie Ertz announced her retirement. Uh, you, uh, you know, Zach was on the Cardinals. JJ was on the Cardinals. Uh, did you guys have, you know, a, a relationship where you were able to learn a lot from her during that time? Did you have a relationship prior to, to both of you playing on the Cardinals together? Yeah, Julie and I have actually known each other since we were like 13 years old. We, we've been playing together since for, for over almost 15 years. And um, we got to play with each other in Chicago. And then we actually got to train together after we both had our babies coming back. So that, that was really cool. And obviously, JJ is very close with Zach. Their son is two months older than Koa. So we're constantly texting them, getting getting advice from them, asking, asking things. Um, so it's, it's really special. She's had such a great career and we, we love being in Arizona with both of them. Now, I also am a huge uh, comedy fan. So I have to ask, you know, JJ, you had an experience. A lot of NFL players don't have you hosted Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Um, what do you remember about that? You know, the show goes live, right? We all see that. What do you yeah. remember about the pitch meeting on the first day? Like when everybody tries to overwhelm you with ideas? Yeah. What's that like for you? fascinating it is fat i mean everything about the week at snl is is one of the most fond memories i have because it was so different from everything that i've done before it's such an iconic show um and it's just the way that they do it and the way that they everything is surrounded around helping make the host feel comfortable and trying to find ways to make it successful um that pitch meeting on monday is crazy we for ours Everybody packed into Lauren's office and it is, I mean, it's probably 40, 50 people packed into one corner office and everybody's sitting on the ground, sitting on tables, sitting on filing cabinets. And he just goes around the room and every single person pitches an idea. Some of them are wildly outlandish. Some of them are, you can tell are, have been hashed out pretty well. Uh, and you're just sitting there like thinking about these 50 ideas and you're like, we could make 10 shows out of this if we wanted to. Um, and then you start thinking of your own ideas and you're like, Ooh, what would I want? It's it, those people are incredible. And I had such a blast. It was a great, great experience. Is there any sketch you wish you'd gotten to perform that got cut? Oh, um, no, because I, my favorite one was the, the Rudy spit, the, the spoof we did on Rudy was so good. The second that they pitched that to me, I was like, we have to make that happen because it was so Rudy was literally my favorite movie growing up as a kid. And so for us to make that was, it was just gold. And Kalia, were you in the crowd for the show at the after party, all that stuff? Were you embarrassed, proud, kind of <laughs> in between, like proud, no, a little I, proud, embarrassed or yeah. 
we were there. We had all of our friends there and I was so nervous for him. Like I was like, I can't believe he's doing this because this is going to be so hard, but he was amazing. We were dying laughing the whole time. And the week leading up was so wild. He was rehearsing all day. We were all in New York, just he was rehearsing all day. And it was such a cool, cool experience. And he, he did a great job. Yeah, well, uh, it, it was amazing to watch. JJ, were there any other NFL players who you remember being super jealous of that opportunity? And and why was that Travis <laughs> Kelsey? You know, and that, that's funny. He did a good job. He really did a good job. Was, I think he's yeah. a great he's a great character for it also. Um, but it's funny. A lot of guys were saying, like, I, I don't think I could do that. And I, I tried to tell them, like, no, you absolutely could. Like, we're used to playing in front of 70,000, 80,000 people every week. We do what we do on that on that stage all the time. So I'm like, why? What are you scared of? Like, if I if I get knocked on my ass in front of eighty thousand people, I that that happens all the time. So what happened? Me flopping a joke up on stage? I just pretend that's me getting knocked on my ass in a game. So no big no big deal. Pretty much the same thing. They'll both take your breath away. Well, JJ, Kelia <laughs> Watt, thank you so much for joining me today on behalf of Frito Lay, on behalf of your work in the community in Houston and, and in helping against food insecurity. Really appreciate your time and uh, best Thank of luck. You. Thank it. you so much. Thank you. That was JJ and Kalia Watt, courtesy of Frito-Lay. Look for JJ's Ring of Honor ceremony on October 1st in Houston. Then look for JJ and Kalia riding a caravan around the country following the Steelers like deadheads every other Sunday. You hear that, Pittsburgh? JJ Watt is excited to tailgate with you. Do not let JJ Watt down. That's it. We'll be back in two weeks. Until then, ah, oh, here comes an unblocked Micah Parsons again. Guys, put the gushers down. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.